Hey guys, welcome back to the Europe is Coming podcast. My name is Vicky McLeod. This time I'm speaking to Alfonso Tomorrow, the event director from the Madrid Championship, about how it started and how it's going and what's in store in just a couple of weeks' time in the capital of Spain. I hope you enjoy it. Welcome to the Europe is Coming podcast, taking you inside the minds of Europe's best CrossFit athletes and the people behind them. Welcome to the show. Welcome to Europe is Coming. Alfonso Jamorro. You are the organizer, the head honcho of the Madrid Championship. I'm really very happy to have you on the show today because I know it's getting close to the to the day you're going to it's not far away now and you found some time to speak to me so welcome thank you um, for having me do you want to tell yeah the, can you tell us uh, where you are at the moment because uh, so it comes as a, as, a, as a surprise to me to know that you're not in madrid today um i'm in valencia and at the uh, gymnastic world championship that is taking place here in valencia a good friend of mine is um, the uh, Spanish Gymnastic Federation, and I'm here helping, uh, well, not helping, supporting him. And uh, we are trying to to support as well the the parkour uh, movement in 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 Spain. So I'm somehow involved with that as well, and we are here to to support uh, that course uh, today. I, I, we're going to have to circle back on that because I have a lot of questions about that, Alfonso. If that is okay with you, because yeah. that really blows my mind that you're 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 not only like involved with CrossFit, but you're also involved with parkour and supporting the World Gymnastics Championship. That's just opened a whole bunch of other questions up for me. Um, tell me about what you do for the Madrid Championship. What is your actual role? I'm the the event director for um, uh, for the event, so I not, it will be unfair to say I do things. So this is a matter of a team. We have a big team, and we all together we uh, think, we develop, and we uh, get together with the content for the event. And we all together as a team, so we try to to put that together on on a year so it's take us like a whole year uh, to put uh, our ideas uh, together and try to to do our best with the resources that we have and i'm very fortunate since i have like an amazing team uh, from every everywhere around the world so we have people from us from mexico from portugal from uh, many places around the world and uh it's a, a matter of a, a teamwork, and we put together um, a good experience for the for the CrossFit lovers and from the people that like uh, sports. As event director, what are your specific responsibilities? I would like to say that I'm in charge of um, providing everybody what they need to do the jobs. So I have to. I have to. Uh, make sure that everybody has what they need to be able to do what they do, that what they are really good at. So our team is is made from very, very excellent and very 
experimented uh, team members and I only have to provide them and make sure we have everything that they need and all the things are in place for when they need it, like uh, heavy equipment, like paperwork, like all the all the uh, permission from the city hall, and uh, so whatever is needed for them to do the magic. <laughs> How long have you been involved with the competition? I've been involved with a CrossFit competition for 10 years already. So I start on my, on my affiliates, like my uh, affiliate first, uh, uh, like 10 years ago, like a very local and a small competition. And from there, we were uh, uh, growing and growing. And here we are, like now trying to put together like the, the biggest uh, event in in terms of participation in, in the world. So, yeah. So tell me, that, let, let me get this right. The, the Madrid Championship started as a local affiliate competition. Yeah, it's right. It started on my, on my uh, box in Ciudad Real. And we, we did there like two editions on my facility. Then we rent the warehouse that was close by. Then we move to a small pavilion, pavilion on the city. Then we go to a bigger stadium that we that the, the city hall uh, owns there. And then we we uh, try to move uh, uh, into the real. We did like four uh, four additional editions on the on the different pavilions. And then we uh, we try to move to Madrid. But then the you know the, the COVID. Uh, came and we did something online uh, for everybody around the world. And then uh, we did uh, already two editions of Madrid Championship. So it's been like a journey. That's amazing. And, and in only 10 years, that's a really incredible growth. It has been, but I think I've been very, very lucky because I have the opportunity to work with uh, CrossFit, during the Invitational uh, here in Madrid, also during the when they when they used to to uh, to bring the regionals, I went to uh, to Berlin for the all uh, European regionals and last year, no, this year as well for the semifinal. So uh, also I have the opportunity to work uh, uh, with the Loud and Live team in Granite Games in Guadalupe several times so so i've been very very lucky and i i had the opportunity to work for and with many uh, many uh, uh, good um, people like best in business probably and i've been able to to learn a little bit so but still a lot to learn so we will so go when you started when you started 10 years ago what were you doing for a living? What was your job? I, I uh, was like my first year uh, running my affiliate. So we, we, uh, I used to live in Mexico. I used to be like a GM on a big resort there in, in, down there in Playa del Carmen. But I, I knew that wasn't like what I really like to do for, for my whole life. So I decided to come back to, 
to Spain to open a, a CrossFit uh, affiliate and to start like uh, do, like running classes and running an affiliate. So then we opened a second facility in another town, and from there, like uh, we start like uh, I I was uh, very for me it was like quite normal like. Uh, running uh, events since in the hotel we have like close to 400 weddings on a year so because it was a very big hotel we have many conventions so we have many things going on always so for me it was like pretty normal to to be around that uh, craziness and yeah we decided to start like with a small thing then we saw that people like it so we tried to do uh, a little bit bigger bigger and yeah and here we are so it was a natural step for you from affiliate owner to running but arguably one of the world's biggest crossfit competitions i, I don't know if it's natural for everybody because uh, um, many uh, owners that what they love is like being every day uh, doing or running classes and being uh, in contact with the community very close and and this is what they love uh, but for me it was um, like natural um, and, but I think uh, it's not uh, not everybody like this and it's it's, it's not mm. that it's good or, or or worse like it or not it's different and I I think there are people that they are more passionate about teaching and coaching people than doing events and, and, and it's really good as well. So we are very lucky in our community that we have many, many good uh, coaches and box owners as my wife that they like they work like very hard every day uh, to to coach and to teach uh, people very, uh, very good uh, habits and healthy uh, habits. How, how do you see the the competition sitting next to that the affiliate life you know why 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 have the competition and and how do you see it um complement does it complement the the crossfit box or does it highlight it i mean like how do you what do you see the relationship being i think it's uh it's uh they are pretty pretty close so it's very, it's like a circle of life, I would say. So I think the 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 competition are the the peak of the of the sport and of the activity that we do. That it's called CrossFit, and the the affiliates are the base. There is nothing more important than the base and the affiliates and the work that uh, the owners what they do every day is so 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 important and crucial and if they uh, as they do very well we have people that uh, get to the competition and they have fun and they have um, they some of them they are really good and they can um, uh, uh, think on uh, competing uh, like uh, more seriously like a professional and trying to reach their best level but in general i think that the base is uh, is uh, the affiliates and those affiliates they populate the competition and the competition as are that spectacular and the people like it and the people have fun those competition generate again more 
more um, uh, traffic to those affiliates. And many people that they haven't tried CrossFit, they see the competition and they want to start CrossFit. So I think it's a circle. And uh, we both help each other. And I, I, I have been seeing it myself in my own uh, boxes like 10 years. I think uh, both help each other and without, um, for sure, without the, the owners, competition will never exist. But I think that without the competition, the sport wouldn't be as big as it is now. So this year is is it the tenth year or the eleventh year of the of the competition? No, um, for me, it's my tenth year organizing a competition. So what can we expect this year from the competition? I was there last year in Kakamakika. It was huge. It was intense, and from and and like very well attended. I thought, but this year, what what's what can we expect? But our goal is to keep offering a great experience for our four uh, pilots. So our pilots are our athletes. We are a athlete first competition. Our uh, brands that support us and they make this competition possible after the athletes. And then uh, we have our volunteers, which are very, very important for us. Without them, it wouldn't be possible at all. And our spectators. So we we have to uh, work as hard as possible to create a good experience for for them. As you said, last year was like uh, pretty good uh, for all those uh, four groups. And what we want this year is like try to to improve a little bit that in all four ways. So we want to be better for the athletes and we we have been working hard with our uh, partners like uh, we are bringing new tools and new elements to the competition never seen here in 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 europe i think uh no i'm pretty sure that some of them never seen here in europe um uh, we are we have a a, a, a great partner as raster uh, for the equipment partner and they work really hard hand by hand with us to improve the level of the competition. So we want to, to get to bring a, a, a better experience for the for the athletes. Also our brands, we want to to create that like a better event for everybody to to uh, to be able to connect the way that the brands need to connect with the client to give them the, the opportunity to to show them their products and how how brands are working to, to develop the, the industry and all the, the new products and the same for the volunteers trying to to offer them like um, better experience better food more uh, uh, swag more uh, time to enjoy more uh, great athletes to come and and uh, share time with them and the same for the spectators so we we have been planning all all those uh, things uh, during the the last year and we hope we really hope that we can uh, make it possible. You have some games athletes competing again this year, and I I saw today on Instagram that the uh, Noah Olsen Chandler Smith team has been completed. Yeah, with a couple of rather well-known females. How is it? How does it um, work that you you manage to encourage and um, attract? 
this level of athlete to to Madrid? I think, I think, and honestly, it's, it's very, it's very. We are we are we start on an advantage uh, position against many other cities since Spain is a very attractive place for the people. So um, everybody knows that weather here in Spain is is really good. Food is good. People is so <laughs> welcoming, and we like to share uh, like uh, our time with the with the people that visit us. So we are a pretty good place to do whatever. Doesn't matter if it's CrossFit or gymnastics or whatever. So Spain is a really good place to 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 host any event, any social activity. We are pretty good. So uh, on that, it was very easy for us and. Uh, we have also another very good thing that Madrid itself is very well connected with all uh, the whole world. The airport is one of the most, um, the, the one that has more traffic in in uh, worldwide uh, by road. It's well connected as well with uh, the whole country. So it's, it's a pretty good uh, place to host on the men. And the Caja Magica as a venue. It's. Uh, I think is it has everything that you you need to to run an event like this. Like having three competition floor that close with an underground uh, level, but well, not uh, not underground, but it's it's open uh, uh, from the side. But it's like a, a different level for like the staff and the athletes, where people can be like uh, by themselves there. So it's easy to to control. So it's it's. So I think it's like many, many unbelievable pieces to create that good puzzle that uh, we have in Madrid. Yeah, I mean, Madrid is um, an iconic city to, to visit as well. It has a great reputation yeah. internationally. Um, I heard um, that I was, I was speaking uh, earlier this year to a couple of the masters who, uh, who were going to be competing in Madrid. And at the time, they were pretty irritated by the, um, by the situation with the prize money. But I heard that since then, that, they, um, that, the, uh, that you have um, managed to find ways to um, give prize money at, at all levels that's, um, that, uh, that everyone's quite excited about. How did you manage to do that? So I think uh, uh, what's happening here, what they, they, or maybe it was our fault, we, we were not able to, to communicate uh, as well as we wanted or they didn't understand. So when we first had um, our first prize, so we announced like a certain amount of money and we said that though that uh, pool, it will be increased by ticket sales, by... Uh, partnerships by um, uh, people signing up for the qualifier. We have seen many, many competitions like uh, going down and crashing yeah. because of the mm -hmm. uh, financials. So we want to, and we have to uh, to manage this uh, in a way that is sustainable on the, on the time. So we cannot like take steps that could be the end of the competition. So we have been very carefully to, um, we have a big compromise with the, with the athletes. So we promise that they will get some uh, amount of money. They will, 
So we prefer to say, hey, at this moment, how everything looks like, this is what we can do, and this is what we can promise you. And if things go well with partnership, with the tickets, uh, we are going to increase that. Uh, uh, we are going to increase that and we are going to do our best because we, we want you guys to be happy. And uh, Master, we, we are we are very uh, master-friendly, uh, our competition. So we have probably uh, more Masters than any other competition. We have master intermediate teams master uh, scale and then we have five or six division in in the master uh, uh, division so uh, we are uh, year after year increasing the the spots that we uh, give to the master um, community we really want them to be to find their place here in madrid and we want to welcome all of them but we really have to, to be very careful with what the decision that we uh, take and what we promise because we want mm. to, to uh, fulfill what we promise. So I've seen, and you probably have seen, like many competitions not being able to pay the papers and the, 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 the pool yeah. of money, uh, many competitions having or struggling uh, financially and it's not very, very easy. Even CrossFit has been like not having a good time uh, making their event sustainable because it's very, it's very expensive running a, a, an event. So we have, we need 600 volunteers. We spend more than uh, 50K like feeding them. Uh, uh, wow. We, <laughs> we, we spend uh, over. 200 Ks on, on the venue. We spend a ton of money and many, many things that we do it with a lot of uh, love and we are very happy to do that, but we have to control that. So we have to, mm. we have to, to get the balance in between offering a good experience, keeping people happy and make it sustainable on it. And this is not, uh, believe it's not about uh, like a, uh, getting rich and making a ton of money with this is about like being like keep uh, keep doing it uh, uh, for uh, over the years so and everybody that has been involved on on a competition has been involved with uh, crossfit we all know that those events are not very like the people uh, those events are not very profitable so it is it's more yeah. passion is more willing to to, to to offer and to contribute to the community than about like uh, uh, making money. I think as well, another thing that people are happy about is the recent announcement about the live streaming. So we, we, uh, we are working that on that. That must also be costing you some money. <laughs> yeah, this is, this is a, it's a very, um, it's a very, it's a tricky, it's a tricky one. So mm. um, we, uh, people ask to have live stream, and I'm not speaking uh, uh, about the people that is not in Spain, but some people in Spain is asking the competition to spend money on doing a live stream because they don't want to come to, and pay the ticket. So I have to spend 40, 50 grand on giving the people like something for free because they, wanna, they don't mm. want to come to pay the ticket. So it's like, you know what I mean? I know, and we all know that uh, broadcast is um, is like something that people wants to see, and we want to do that, and we want the the, the competition to be uh, to be seen worldwide. And uh, but it's like a huge expense 
and we know that it's like uh, it's at the moment and in the in the next two to three years it's not going to be a, a it's not going to be worthy financially. So it's going to be an investment. It's going to be something to to give more to our community. But uh, we all know that it's going to be always like people not happy what we are going to be able to do. Seeing, uh, you know, uh, you has been this, yeah. this year with CrossFit. Even for CrossFit, it was very complicated to affront what a uh, broadcast cost for some divisions. And, mm. and they have to cut. And even CrossFit... So and uh, it's it's very very like a small line in there to to do what you want to do what you what you can do and what people can uh, want to uh, to see. So you you have to be very very uh, in that line. It must be tough to constantly feel like. You know, well, not constantly. Maybe it must be tough to to receive criticism um, when you're really trying your absolute best to to deliver um, something that you know takes so much time and is so demanding and is never going to make you a millionaire. <laughs> it is. It is. And as we get like uh, critics, we get uh, some other uh, comments that people like that thank you that they know how hard it is, how hard the volunteers work, how expensive the things are. So we get both. And sometimes, and I think the way it has to be, uh, critics, you have to take the, the, the good part of those critics so, and the, the, the bottom of, of that uh, and try to, to, to be positive and, hey, uh, let's uh, listen what they say and let's see if there is a way to do it better mm-hmm. with the resources that we have. And uh, I think everything's grow, uh, grow thanks uh, of people like uh, criticizing things. But um, it's it's sometimes when, you, when those critics are done without respecting and without knowing uh, how things are, sometimes it's more difficult for us like to take them and to... To assimilate them but uh, we are it's it's the way it is uh, and it's gonna be like that uh, and it's better if you take it uh, like the good way and try to to improve it uh, t- Avanzo, tell me who is programming all of the events this year who is in charge of designing all the tests so we have a super team and and we are very happy uh, that uh, those guys are, are helping is uh, QHP and those uh, QHP, those uh, letters are uh, Elliot and Jamie Simons, which are very okay. well, very well-known athletes and Anthony that is a part of the, of the team. They, they used to be uh, the great uh, jazz uh, team that uh, they went to the CrossFit game. And I think they got third. One year at the CrossFit game, Jamie Simon has yeah. been at the CrossFit game this year. Elliot, unfortunately, yeah. is uh, injured, but he will be back next year for sure and is stronger than ever. So these are pretty good uh, athletes, but also pretty good coaches and pretty good programmers that they understand uh, what is very important because in, in a competition, it's not only about... Uh, 
the main thing for sure is like uh, the test, like uh, testing the, the the fitness of the athletes. But at the same time, uh, keeping the, that that level of testing, you have to make it uh, visual for the spectator. You have to make it fun. Mm. You have to make it easy to understand. So, and also easy for the organization in terms of logistics, equipment, judging. So many things to do, and those guys are are uh, are really good on that. I've been um, having a pretty good relationship with Elliot, like uh, like from the last seven years, uh, and they are pretty pretty good. We are very happy and thankful for for them to be helping us. I wonder what uh, I mean, presumably all of the all of the tests are now set. Um, I, I'm excited to see what their style is, you know, because there's always everyone has a different way of doing it. So yeah, it'll be interesting to see what they come up with. And and here we have to understand that um, uh, QHP, so they have as well to adapt to the competition needs as well in terms of time, logistics, equipment that we have to include. Uh, so. They program, but we, as well, we have to limit them and ask them to go in some direction. So it's not exactly what they they will do if they have 20 elite athletes, uh, mm. female and male, and probably and all the uh, the time and the equipment that they wanted. So they have to adapt to what we have and adapting same workouts for five or six different divisions, uh, doing something similar for teams and for individuals. It's not always as easy as it seems. No. Um, and let's talk about um, the event in the future, because obviously we know that the CrossFit Games isn't going to be in America forever. Is there any possibility, do you think, that it will come to Madrid? Have you had that conversation? No, with at all. anybody at all, at all. So uh, I think oh. I, I think this is a, a, a CrossFit Games is a different monster. They do, uh, they they do uh, what they do, like in a unique way. I don't think nobody. I think nobody can be as good as they are uh, in this industry because they have more experience than anyone. They have more. Um, uh, knowledge no, you, more, no, I, so they, I, I think. Alfonso, I mean, I mean more. Do you think they'll come to Madrid? Uh, I, 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 I wish. I, I would love to be a part of of that and to to be able to work with the CrossFit Games teams uh, on a CrossFit game. In, in uh, I, I have the opportunity already to work in in US with them, and I will go with mm-hmm. and work where, uh, wherever they they decide to be. But I don't see like the CrossFit game leaving the the, the states in um, in the next three four years um, because it's very very uh, like it's very strong like the the, the 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 link that they have with the with the state. But uh, hopefully one one day that happen and as I said at the beginning, Spain will be like a great place to host. Uh, uh, CrossFit Games. There are like uh, places in Spain that could host uh, that event that uh, that will be uh, 
very happy to to receive the game, to receive the athletes and the and the spectators. So if they want to come, they will be very welcome. They have a very good country manager in Nat Diaz, don't yeah. they? I mean, she's a uh, and she's always super proud about how much CrossFit has grown in Spain. Obviously, I live in Mallorca, um, and I'm I'm go to one of the oldest boxes that that started in 2011, I think it was here. Um, and it's it, I, I think the Spanish people and the international people that live in in Spain uh, have really embraced CrossFit and find it it's like it it, it kind of um, reflects the Spanish people's interest in community as well you know and our and the way that i see people always spending sundays together for example family feeling and that kind of passion of being together yeah we we, uh, we this is uh, very deep in our culture like to get together like to spend time together with friends and outside and doing things is very very spanish mm. so yeah. uh, getting around the table getting around uh, organizing a, a party you know this is uh, this is very common and this is the way that we like to spend uh, our time so that's why we are very very good at, uh, at organizing and receiving uh, people uh, <laughs> uh, at home and if you live in as you, as you live in Mallorca you know you know how how people in Mallorca is there you receive uh, every year many many tourists uh, people feel like they are at home very safe very nice good food so it's it's great so we're just a big advert for come to spain aren't we really <laughs> okay so how many days now is it until day one of of the championship three weeks three weeks yeah three weeks exactly three weeks 21 days and how can people get tickets on our side, so madridchampionship.com. And what do you recommend? They come for the whole weekend or as a special day that they should try to get in for? I will go the whole weekend. So we have many, many activities ready for them. Many, many activation, many surprises. Uh, competition floor, all three competition floors are going to look amazing. Workouts are gonna be very fun, very uh, nice to uh, to see uh, there uh, from there, and it's gonna be like the Winter Village is gonna be like crowded this year uh, as well. So I will I will recommend people to uh, to go there to join the community to see people that uh, you have like very few opportunities to to see then around the year. So and that's like a, a good uh, meeting point for meeting point for the whole community. This year we have some um, additional uh, activation with the we are gonna have parkour uh, uh, exhibitions and workshops are uh, uh, during the weekend. We are gonna have like clinics, uh, jump ropes clinic. We are gonna have like uh, our friends from uh, Go Rogue, that we, they are bringing their their stuff to for the people to try. So it's gonna be fun. It's gonna be a ton of uh, things to do. Thank you, Alfonso. We got cut off at the end there, but Alfonso was telling me about his interest in parkour and how he sees the sport as a great option for anyone doing CrossFit. I hope you enjoyed this episode of the show. 
please support the pod by giving it a five-star review wherever you listen. It all helps the show to grow. Until next time, thanks for listening and bye-bye. Don't miss the next episode. Subscribe now wherever you get your podcasts. Europe is Coming is a programme production and hosted by Vicky McLeod.